Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Improve Your English, Improve Your Life. Learning a new language is so much more than learning new vocabulary and verb conjugations. It's learning about a new culture, a new way to live, think, eat, work, everything. It's an eye-opening experience that can really teach us a lot about our own culture and how influenced we all truly are by our environments. I mean, can you imagine how different you might be if you grew up in a completely different country and culture? Well, let's talk about this. In this episode, Foster and I talk about our experiences adapting to different cultures and what we learned about ourselves throughout these experiences. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello, hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Improve Your English, Improve Your Life. My name is Foster. I am your co-host, and as always, I am here with Jackie. Hi, guys. I'm Jackie. So happy to be here with you guys. And today we have a really interesting and fresh, and I say fresh because it's recent in our minds, uh, topic to talk about today. So I'm really excited to get into this. Hot off the press. Hot off the press. Yes. <laughs> so Jackie recently returned from Brazil and it, it was just like a family vacation. Like how many days were you there for? It, we were only there for a week during the boys' spring break. So a short trip, but it was great. So perhaps to give a little context, I, hmm. So Jackie, you lived in Brazil for much longer than I did, but I lived in Brazil for a few years and I have not been back since, I want to say 2016 or 17. Oh, wow. So like Maybe that's not right, but it's been a long time. It's yeah. been years. So I'm really curious to know, how was your experience returning to the mother country? Yeah. To the mother country. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say the second mother country. Um, it, we had a wonderful time. And so to give a little bit of context as well, I lived in Brazil for 10 years. And that's also where my children spent the first... Well, in Gabriel's case, the first seven years of his life, and with Leo, the first four years of his life. And almost exactly, it will be three years next month, but about three years ago is when we moved to Florida. And Wow. Yeah. Three the years kids ago? Mm-hmm. No, I'm thinking, yeah, three years ago next month is when we initially moved to Portugal. Oh, really? Ah. What do you know? What a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Sorry. I interrupted. No, that's okay. I went back in the beginning of 2020, pre COVID, with my husband just to be present during his uh, green card interview. But it was a very, very quick trip. Basically, go for the interview, come back. But our children had not been back 
before we went uh, last week. And it was interesting. So a few things that came up while we were there is that first, I felt like we had never left. We just fell right back into place with our family and friends. And we visited all the parks and restaurants and all that stuff that we used to go to all the time. So that was a really good feeling. It was very comfortable. And I think a lot of people, when they leave home, for example, and they come back, a lot of people might feel like, oh, nothing has changed. That's that's good. You know, people get older and, and there are some life changes, but you still feel like you can just kind of fall back into place, which is really nice. Yeah. 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 No, I can totally relate to that. So, and it, do you ahead. feel like that, Foster? Like when you go back to the States or have... Can you think of a time where you were away for a long period of time and then you went back? Yes. Every time I return to the U.S., it's always kind of a really a bizarre feeling because, I mean, I'm from a very small town in South Carolina, so literally nothing has changed. Right. Except for me and like exactly. my family. <laughs> so Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's kind of a head trip. Yeah, and I think what is the head trip is exactly what you said, is everything appears to be more or less the same, but you notice changes within yourself. And and that was something that really came up when I was in Brazil last week. I kind of fell back in time, and a lot of emotions came up. It was a bit of a, an emotional roller coaster at times, but not in, in necessarily a bad way. But it just reminded me of some of the struggles that I had, some of the amazing moments that I had, the, the differences, the cultural differences between Brazil and, and the U.S., how I changed and adapted in a way to feel more comfortable with these differences. And I think right. this is something that every single person that moves, it could even be a different city within your country. There's a different culture, just depending on, on where you go. In, in South Carolina, you can go to a different city and, and feel like you're in a new culture even. Yeah. We all kind like, of go through. I moved to New York. Um, I lived in New York for like a year in my 20s. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think that was a bigger transition than me moving to Brazil, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because you left small town life and went to big city. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Okay, Jackie, I really want to hear about your emotional journey, <laughs> but I'm going to put a pin in that for now. Yes. Yes. So you're talking about this idea of... Anyone who travels to a, to a new country, anyone that travels to a foreign country, they really have this phase of, like, you have to adapt to a lot of new things. Mm -hmm. So, could you take us way back to the first time you traveled to Brazil? And, I don't know, just give us kind of a picture of how that transition was for you. Yeah, well, the, f the first time I went to Brazil, it was uh, basically on vacation with a group of friends. And I had traveled to other places before and 
you're on vacation with all your American friends and everything is just fun. You know, it's like an adventure. But when you actually move and live and work and and create your life in a place, it's it's completely different than going on vacation, as yeah. you know. Yeah, for sure. I should have qualified that question. Like the first time you moved to Brazil. Yeah. Um, I mean, everything was so different. Every single little thing. And, and I think what's hard is sometimes we initially judge things as either being better or worse, rather than just <laughs> judging them as being different. And, um, and I definitely did that. There's plenty of examples I can give. And I've seen other people do the same thing. We compare this like new culture with our our own or our home culture. Right. And and a lot of us have this tendency. Well, like, oh well, this is better or this is worse. And and I think if you can, if you catch yourself doing that, kind of stop yourself and just say, well, this is just different. It's it's not better or worse. It's just different. And let me have an open mind to it, explore it and and see how I feel about it. Mm. And I know I I did negatively judge some things when I first came because they were shockingly different. I'll give one <laughs> example. <laughs> so my father-in-law, he lived, he passed away, unfortunately, about a year and a half ago. But he lived in, well, he was between Sao Paulo and Rondonia. Rondonia so is like... Meu Deus. Yeah. No idea <laughs> where like that near, place is. It's... It's literally like, well, it's near the Amazon. So it's beautiful, but it's, it's very different. Like every single part of Brazil is, is very, very different. Gotcha. And I remember we were with him and some of his friends and we went to like this river and I don't know, we were like swimming and there was this young, I would say in her early twenties, indigenous woman. And I thought she was beautiful because She looks exotic. It looks different. And uh, I think a lot of us think people who look very different than ourselves are, are very beautiful. I don't know. It's our own, <laughs> our own complex. But yeah. she, That's such she, a weird thing. I, I know. I don't want to interrupt your story. But I think as humans, we have just like the natural tendency to, to judge things that are different. Yeah. Like more generally. Mm -hmm. But we also, if there's like a certain level of exoticism, like if something is exotic enough, yeah, it's we think it's like super beautiful, right? I don't know why we do that. Anyways, continue. Yeah, with your I, I think <laughs> it's just adventure. <laughs> adventure. Yeah, but it is true, and, and I think because it's maybe unique and rare to me. This woman looked unique, and I thought that was very beautiful. But a lot of the other people that I was with, they didn't seem to agree with me because she looked just like a lot of other women in the area. But anyways, she was, I think she was married, and she may have even been like one of multiple wives to a, a much, much, much older man, like in his 80s, I would say, or mid-70s. Okay. And, and it was, and I remember at first I judged, I was like, oh, 
Well, that's kind of strange. You know, she's very young. <laughs> Better and he's than that, girl? Very, yeah, very old. But I didn't talk to her about her relationship. But the more I got to, you know, observe the whole situation, I realized, like, for her and for, for her upbringing, like, she made it. That was it. You know, like, she found a, a man that could financially support her and and take care of her. And that was great, you know, and, and I had to, for, for me, for myself, I would not feel good in that situation, but I had to kind of reflect and think like, well, this is, she's coming from a completely different world than, than I'm coming from. And if she is happy with this, who am I to tell her she's wrong? Maybe if I grew up in the same situation that she grew up in, I would be very happy in that situation too. So it was like little things like that where we just question and then we have to almost maybe put ourselves in the other person's situation and realize like we are all growing up with our own different cultural baggage, our own ideas as to what is right, what is wrong. And there's nothing better than living in completely <laughs> different cultures and experiencing things that wow, these people are, are really, really happy in a situation that I believed to be bad or wrong, which just shows like my judgments were not correct. I just have to I think that is be. a perfect way to illustrate. Like I believe on a very deep level that most of us, most of us humans, we are just silly, ignorant, like fallible beings. Like we we are always going to make mistakes. We are we have a tendency to judge things that are different. And all of these tendencies are really like on steroids when you travel. Mm. Yes. So everything's different. So I think you just need to go into that situation like a child. Like, hey, I literally don't know anything about what's going on here, so it's not about me. Who am I to judge? Exactly. I like that comparison. Just like a child, just like in awareness, just be aware and, and observe. And it doesn't mean you need to change yourself to fit into that type of situation, but just be aware and open-minded that everyone is, is coming from different situations. And yeah. Be foster curious instead of judgy. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Be curious. I love that. So now I want to ask you, Foster, can you think of a specific time either in Brazil or Portugal or any of the places that you've lived in which something maybe felt a little bit shocking or strange, but then once you changed your mindset into a little bit more awareness, you looked at it a little bit differently? Yeah. Yeah, I can give you a lot of examples I'm going to try to think of, I think it makes more sense for me to give an example of my experience here in Portugal, mm -hmm. because I think this illustrates that like I've lived abroad in many different countries. I already speak Portuguese, but a different type of Portuguese. Yeah. And I'm still having to go through this process of readapting, or in this case, adapting to Portugal. Yes. So Portuguese people, they, 
they're they're a strange bunch. (laughs) 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 I love them. Seriously, I adore them. But they are unique in a lot of ways. And one of the first things I noticed and I heard from a lot of other people is Portuguese people are kind of difficult to get to know, especially people from the north. Like, they're not closed, but you kind of have to penetrate into their circle before they open up to you. And me, coming from my experience with the Brazilians, who are super open, very easy to make friends. Right. When I got here, I was like, hmm. Why can't Portuguese people be more like Brazilians? Right. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, I spent my first couple of years here mostly with Brazilians because I didn't really understand the Portuguese part. Mm-hmm. But now that I've made a few Portuguese friends, I think <laughs> what I've realized is they are very similar to the way. I am. Ah. So people tell me often that I can be, like I seem very quiet um, or shy at first, but once you get to know me, I kind of open up. Mm -hmm. And Portuguese people are also very direct. And at first I thought it was very rude. Right. Like a couple weeks ago, Alexi and I were eating with a Portuguese couple, and the Portuguese guy asked about Alexia's dad, and she was like, and the guy said, "Like, wow, your dad's old," <laughs> and, <laughs> and like out of context. Even in the moment, I was kind of like, "Huh," and that was kind of a little too too direct, mm-hmm. but like. Clear speech and being honest is something that I really value in myself and in other people. So it's taken me a long time to realize all of this, but I'm finally coming around. I'm coming around to the Portuguese. Yeah, but uh, that's a perfect example. And I know, I mean, even last week when I was in Brazil, there were situations that I was in that I thought like, like this would be rude in the United States, <laughs> but I'm not in the United States. So it's not rude and vice versa. And, and it's kind of cool when we have those realizations. And I think a, a perfect example that a lot of people could relate to, especially if they've traveled to the US is service. Like if you go to a restaurant or if you go to a store, the US really prides itself on being fast and efficient and Everything is quick and organized and works really well. So if you go to a restaurant, you'll be seated, you'll be served. Then they hand you the the check and they want you to leave. And this is considered very rude to a lot of Brazilians. I know my husband is always like, oh, it's so annoying. They like rush you and and force you (laughs) to leave. And I get it. acting like a business. (laughs) What the heck? Um... And when we were in Brazil, it's crazy. You could literally, and I know Europe is the, the same way, at least it was when I was in Spain. Like you could sit at a table at a restaurant all day long and 
the waiter, they will not even bother you. Uh, if they come up and, and give you the check, that would be very rude because you're not done yet, you know? So there's just different interpretations of things. And I think it also shows like what's valued more in each culture. So time is, is valued a lot. Like time is money. You have to be productive. You have to be quick. You have to be efficient in the U.S. In Brazil, and I'm generalizing a lot, obviously, but it's more like no, I just want to be present. I want to enjoy my time. I don't want to feel rushed. I don't want to feel like uh, I have to hurry. And and that is is valued more, especially during mealtime. So it's just kind of cool to, to observe. It's and, yeah, and notice these differences and just realize like it's not, one is not better than the other. They're just, different. And then you kind of understand the differences and there's actually good and bad with both too. Yeah. As with all things, like if you are in Brazil and you need to eat something in a hurry and the waiter will not come to you, you'll probably get kind of annoyed. But if you think about it on a deeper, kind of more broad level, that on a cultural level, we value time differently. That's like a mind, like my mind is literally exploding trying to understand that. Yeah. And what is interesting is we value time, but we're rarely present. So it's like, hurry up, hurry up, because I need to rush to the next thing. And then when I'm doing that next thing, I'm already planning for what that next thing after it is. And um, and I, I caught myself in that mindset when I was in Brazil and I had to really force myself, like, just be present. Don't worry about, you know, planning out the day or what are we doing next? And it, it took me like a day or two to kind of make that switch. But, and once I made that switch, I was like, oh, this is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to switch back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I have a follow-up for you, Jackie, but before I forget, when you mentioned like service and often waiters will not give you the check in Brazil or in Europe. Right. I cannot tell you the number of times when I have sat at a table at a restaurant, yeah. either in Brazil, Spain, or Portugal, and I've sat there for like a long time, like hours in some cases, and no one ever talked to me. So I just like was writing or on my phone or something. Yeah. And eventually just left the restaurant without consuming anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I wanted that to nice? consume something. Yeah. yeah. You feel like you can. You can just sit there and there's no pressure. Like here, if you want to use the bathroom, you feel pressured to like buy a water or something at least. Otherwise, <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, everything we're talking about, we're generalizing. There are very slow places in the US and yes. faster, more efficient places in Brazil. But I think the point is, like, pay attention to the nuance because there's a lot more there than just Americans are fast and efficient and Brazilians right. are slow and lazy. It's not, that's not the story. Exactly. And if we kind of just 
like you mentioned, foster, have like a childlike awareness and even think like, okay, well, what can I learn from this and, and just observe and, and try to find something good in the situation and, and you'll end up having a much richer experience and you won't suffer so much because you're not fighting it and resisting it. Absolutely. So Jackie, do you have any tips or recommendations for people listening that are either living in a foreign country or perhaps are going to move to a foreign country? Yeah, I think like a good homework assignment is when you catch yourself in these situations is first is just like awareness. If you notice yourself judging, maybe just question it. Like, why am I judging this? And and flip it around, you know, like maybe if I grew up in this other situation, I would feel differently. Um, what does this judgment say about my own beliefs as well? Kind of turn it on yourself in some ways. And, and then just play with it. Like, Try to find maybe the good in it. Like even if you're sitting at a restaurant and you think the, the service is horrible, try to figure out like, okay, I'm, I'm suffering <laughs> because I think I need to be served fast. Like, well, maybe, maybe I don't. Maybe there's some beauty in having to be patient and having to wait and taking things slow and just try to flip it around. And I think um, these tiny little changes just help tremendously to have a much better, a more positive experience. And it doesn't mean you have to completely give up on all of your beliefs and ideals, but you just open your mind a little bit more and then you stop resisting so much. And if you still decide you don't like it, that's okay. It's your choice at the end of the day. But just be aware. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. My only advice is to the sooner you accept that you are essentially like a small child when you're learning a new language or you're living in a different culture, the sooner the better because you essentially are. You're a little kid. You don't know anything. You have no idea what's going on, what people are talking about. Things are going to be weird and different. So just kind of accept that in the beginning and everything will be a lot more interesting. Yeah, get get excited when things are weird and different. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, ooh, this is weird. This is different. Why? What's going on here? Get curious about it. And and it'll it'll be fun. (laughs) I wish we had a tagline to sign off, like something about being weird, but (laughs) can't think of one right now. Anyways. Jackie, thanks for another lovely conversation. And Thank you. I'll talk to you in the next episode. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Improve Your English, Improve Your Life. It really is something very special that you are listening. It's amazing. So if you like what we do and you want to learn even more, you can receive free access to all of the homework assignments, worksheets, transcriptions, and a lot more resources on our website. Again, thanks for listening, and we will see you in the next episode.